I'm your host, Cheryl Lang, and I'd like to welcome you to the Parenting Podcast. Well, we've been going through a series about looking at our parenting with a big picture of a family road trip. And on this episode, we drive onto a little bit more curvy, bumpy roads as we begin to process and think about our season with our teens. I want to make it clear up front, though, that this is not something to be feared or a big negative, but it is a lot more complicated because of all of the change. We want our burgeoning, growing, releasing teens to take over the driver's seat for their lives, but that's part of what makes this portion of our road trip a little more challenging. Listen in as Christy and Ellen join me and hear how a teen speeding ticket can be a pivotal point in our parenting. Well, we have crossed a um, milestone at the Gunkel what? House. What? Our last child got her driver's license. Uh, it feels okay. like a bit of a finish line. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit. I, I didn't do the teaching of driving at our house. Tim did. His areas were driving and swimming to bring them to me when they're complete and they're yeah. safe. But yeah, it's been kind of like a pretty momentous thing yes. to think, wow. wow, all of our children now drive. Yeah. It, I mean, in my mind, once they're driving and get a job, it's like the downhill stretch. It's just over, right. you know. It is. It certainly is a milestone. Yeah. Uh, Ellen, okay, what about you, Ellen? Oh, no. I didn't even, I did not even get into the car till after they'd been driving for six months because <laughs> I'm not a good person if you're making me nervous right. and I'll just make them nervous. It was mutual there, you know, so Mike did all the training and teaching and um, then, then when they were, you know, somewhat there, then uh -huh. I felt a little more relaxed. But wow. yeah. What yes. about you, Cheryl? Well, I did most of all. Yeah. It was so funny. I remember. Um, particularly all of them, but I remember specifically with Alex, um, we would go to practice. You know, you're nervous. Everyone feels a lot of stress. Yeah. And uh, after about 20 minutes, he would just say, Mom, I can't do it anymore. <laughs> we can't do this. And I'm not a screamer or yeller. Uh -huh. yeah. It's just that stress. Yes. Of right. wanting to do it and how scary it is. and well, Everyone's just, lives are in this one team's yes, hands. Yes. yes, so that we would switch mm -hmm. and I'd drive home because mm -hmm. just that Right, intensity. he was done. Right. <laughs> and then, of course, the younger brothers and sisters enjoyed harassing their older ones when they uh -huh. would start being the one to right. drive. And they'd go, oh, and they'd right. run from the car. <laughs> and, you know, so it was a family ordeal. Right. Uh, Specifically, I remember one of the things that was hardest. There was a law about how many hours they had to drive, and you had to sign yes, it. Right, the thing right. saying as a parent, you would let them drive this many hours mm -hmm. yes. before they could get their license. Right. And the night hours were the hard ones. Yes. Because I didn't want to go hours yeah. and hours out at night driving around the town. Right. I found that really hard. Right. Yeah. Well, even harder. I mean, I'm glad that she had to do it or my girls yeah. had to yes. do it. But because now it's even harder to let her go places at night. Because, <laughs> you know, it's a little different driving at night than yes. in the day. It's really different. Well, it's really funny because my oldest, Rebecca, said, oh, no, you're teaching another one to drive. And I go, what do you mean by that? She said, I can always tell. Because when you are doing that, 
and I'm driving as an adult, mm-hmm. you keep saying, oh, honey, remember, look over here. Oh, <laughs> you know, uh-huh. just, watch out, there's a turn lane. Like, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. It just floods over. Right. And- My favorite story is I am driving down the street, and all of a sudden this car comes flying by me, probably doing 20 over the speed limit. And I went, ah, that's my daughter. (laughs) She beat me home. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Well, yeah, driving with my adult children now, it's a whole nother story because, you know, they can drive however they want. Right. "Uh, I'll just drive my car and meet you there. Yeah. (laughs) And I will tell you one thing. I learned it from Alex because that thing of when the phone rings and it's dark at night, Mm -hmm. bad weather, Mm -hmm. and they... Pick up the phone and say, Mom, I've had a wreck. Oh, gosh. And in this case, he was in college, and he had slid on some ice. There was nothing he could do. It was this tiniest little bit of ice. But he just started going sideways, and he couldn't stop. So it was kind of a deserted area with all these trees and overgrowth. And literally, the car flipped end over end twice. Oh, Cheryl. And then finished with the nose down and the tail up off the side of the road, leaning against a fence that was there. Oh, my word. And so when he called, first it's dark at night, Mm -hmm. bad weather. He said, oh, just a sec. No, it's okay. No, there's nobody else in there. No, no. (laughs) And so my heart's not right. Yes, right. He was okay. God really protected him. Subsequently, I go, here's what you do. Hi, mom, I'm okay. Yes. Start yeah, and then there. you can tell me anything. So from then on, part of your training as a driver <laughs> is Let's practice that. Hi, Mom, I'm okay. Yes. Yes. And then the rest of That's it. a great Nothing thing. else matters after that statement. That's a great thing to tell your soon to be driving child. Yeah. You know, this is how you call me when you've wrecked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. So we are on this road trip of talking about road yes. trips through our parenting years. And so now we're into teens. Mm-hmm. And that's the last segment of active road trip that we're going to take because we're going to go ahead and have an addendum to the road trip because we want to stay in a relationship with Mm -hmm. our grown kids. But first, let's uh, capsulize. What would you say to remind everybody on this road trip? What are we coming out of? What we call the Middle Ages, sort of the flyover Mm -hmm. states, Mm -hmm. the elementary years. Right. How would you describe in general this season. You say flyover states. I mean, it's a good parallel because I think for a lot of these middle years, it's kind of the um, smoother part of the road trip. A little Mm -hmm. bit of coasting happens. Maybe a few pit stops along the way, but, you know, for the most part, it's a smoother ride. Mm -hmm. You know, it's relatively less complicated than it was when they were younger and you just had to provide so many things. Right. A little more predictable, maybe. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. I would use the word simpler. Mm -hmm. Yes. Not without flat tires and not without challenges. Right. Okay. But today, as we focus on this teen's season, what characterizes, what do y'all think when you reflect as the parents? Mm Mm-hmm of having teens on the road trip. What do y'all think of? Well, when I was thinking about the road trip analogy, I was thinking of driving through rain or storm. Everything starts feeling a little bit more ominous, a little bit more risky, and the stakes are higher. Right, And potholes you didn't see. Uh (laughs) Lots of unexpected twists and turns. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I think if I could characterize it, I would say change. Mm -hmm. Because... 
two-thirds have been fairly similar Yes, in a lot of the different approaches, but it changes. And I was kind of thinking, well, if we're going to go with the road trip analogy, sort of maybe we've been on interstate yes, and just kind of going 70 miles an hour and stopping when we want to and turning off and doing that, but just kind of breezing through, sort of. Mm-hmm. And then we're off the interstate on those old yeah, state roads. side roads, yeah. The state roads yeah. where you have to really watch the speed limit because suddenly you're going through all these little towns. And they're not as well-maintained as well the interstate. <laughs> you might get behind, you know, someone carrying right. chickens. It's just very yeah. different, and you have to be aware of other things. Mm-hmm. Yes. And when it was kind of a little more auto drive. Yeah. I yeah, agree. I think that's good. Yeah. Well, and it gets your attention. You know, if you're mm-hmm. the sleeping passenger and the things <laughs> yeah. change and you start waking up and saying, what's going on out there? There's a lot of things in the season that start getting your attention. Okay. So if it is a season of change, what are some of the things of change? I think Which level of cooperation. Okay. Explain that. Um, I think when they're younger, just by nature being younger they're more cooperative hey let's go do this as they're entering their teen years and in their teen years they have their own opinions about stuff Mm -hmm. and they're really forming those whether they make sense or not sometimes and they can get really stubborn about no this is how i feel even if to everyone else it's illogical or it's inconvenient Mm -hmm. and so you wind up having more conflict and um you know i can remember saying what happened to my kid? Mm-hmm. You know, all of a sudden, I'm not this wonderful mom anymore. I'm like the enemy. Right. And I just woke up. Well, I think that's <laughs> because one of the changes, and we've talked about this a little bit along the way, that their values are becoming their values mm-hmm. yes. rather than our values driving the ship. It's yes. now that they're becoming more aware of the independence they're going to have in increasing amounts. Yeah. And so they're starting to decide what their values are yeah, and yeah. what they want to live by. Which actually, that's not as simple. So maybe I would say complex. I mean, mm-hmm. there's change, but it's the mm-hmm. complexity, because what you're describing, Ellen, is a very healthy process. Right. Yeah. Yes. Because we're transitioning mm-hmm. from right. child into young adult, and we want them thinking about what they want and making choices and separating from us. But it makes our lives more complicated as parents because you're like, oh, yesterday you used to like this. (laughs) What happened? Well, it's healthy, but it's clumsy. That's good. That's a good word. It's like when they're toddlers, it's healthy for them to learn to walk, but it's clumsy. They fall a lot. And so they are struggling. You're struggling to sort it all out. And I made a mistake because I kind of didn't understand this. So again, I was surprised by it, like the lack of cooperation. I just thought we would do more of what we'd been doing. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and so I was ignorant. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. And I had to change. Yes. So I saw this as a positive instead of seeing them pushing back all the time, that they're trying to transition and figure it out themselves. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they're just pushing back. Yes. You know, and and I think that's where it's weary. Yeah. You know, especially if you weren't quite ready for that. Yes. And especially if you have a couple of teenagers in your house. You know, it's sort of like I remember telling one of my kids, the reason I always picked you to do something that nobody else would do because you gave me the least resistance. I would honestly think that. Right. What kid will give me the least resistance on 
having to clean the kitchen right now. Well, yeah, especially if you have some kids still in the seasons before yeah. at this age, yep. or if you have kids on the other side of it that are more enjoyable. Yes. I'll be honest, sometimes I'm just annoyed that we have to go through the season. Because, <laughs> yes. Can you just get this out of your system yes. so we can have fun again? Yes. You know, because it does cycle through yeah. once they come to a place of yes. asserting and, and obtaining the independence yes. they're they are more enjoyable eventually and also something that i had to recognize a lot of times when you have your teenagers you are also going through changes yeah mom is probably going through menopause or other changes at that point in your life mm-hmm. so i knew i had a lot of emotions because that's what i was going through and my teens were having a lot of emotions So it was just like a simmering pot. I'm surprised my husband would come home some night. Absolutely. (laughs) I will say emotions do run high. But just when you were talking, I have to learn to be mature, Mm -hmm. not take it personally, and really think about them. What is really best for them? Mm -hmm. Instead of taking it personally when they push back. And that's the hardest thing, Cheryl. I mean, it does feel really personal. And many times it is personal. Mm -hmm. And you just have to go, okay, they're just, they're being a mouthy teen right now. I'm going to put this over here and maybe deal with it later on. But it's it's hard sometimes. Well, and we've talked before about the change not being linear, that it's more circular. And I think that can be by the day, by the hour, by the week, you know, (laughs) and they don't even feel it all the time. I had a situation with one of mine once where I had asked if she wanted my involvement in something and she said no. So I didn't get involved. And then after the fact, she said, well, you you didn't even care. You weren't even there. (laughs) And I thought, I asked you, but she didn't know what her feelings were going to be the next day, you know, with this event. And so they don't even know it. And I don't say that to talk down about them. It's just a very cloudy time. It really is, because I had exactly the same thing. I was trying to release you. Right. And not hover. Right. Right. And then now you didn't care. Now you Uh see I don't care. Or I'm investing because I think that shows I care and they feel like I'm suffocating. Yeah. Or have a friend. Who they're really oh. upset with at that time. And you agree why oh. they're upset and you sympathize <laughs> with them. And then you might say something maybe a little snarky about the friend. And then it's, Mom, how can you say that? They're my best friend. Right. And I'm like, okay, never mind. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. My girls will say, oh, you know, and so-and-so. We love so-and-so. I'm like, oh, do we? Okay, good. <laughs> you know, because that's a team effort yes. here. And we may have mentioned this aspect before. But do you know, literally in the back of their brain back here, and I don't know what it's called, but it's sort of called a loyalty Mm -hmm. gland or whatever of the brain. And it fires off during this. Yes, that's so true. So that they would kind of throw you and everything else under the bus Mm -hmm. to be loyal to whatever it is. Fiercely loyal. And it probably has a lot to do with their identity. Yeah. You know, that whatever they're identifying themselves with Mm -hmm. in that moment is what they're going to be loyal to. Whether it's a friend or a movement or a style of clothes or music. Yes. So I would say, listeners, if you're on this um, segment of (laughs) the trip, (laughs) that you be cautious with your opinions particularly negative. Right. You know, because they do take it all personally. Mm -hmm. They don't want you to take it personally, but it is this loyalty to something because they're 
trying to formulate their identity in a way they didn't previously. And right. they will defend it, even if they know when they're defending it, it's stupid, right. Right. but they're going to defend it. Yeah. I've had, right. I've had teens defend stuff and then come later on and go, sorry, mom, that was dumb. But... Right. right. <laughs> yes. I've moved on. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I think one of the things that would help me, I'm using the roadmap mm-hmm. to realize San Francisco is at the end of this road. Mm-hmm. And I don't have all of Tennessee and Kansas and all of this, but we're quickly approaching San Francisco. Right. A definitive end to this age of active parenting. Mm-hmm. And once we would get over the Rockies. Yeah. But to really that <laughs> almost but, there. But not even that, not, oh, I'm gonna get through this and I'll be done with it. There's that aspect. Right. But I really meant realize this. Period is the end I have. I yeah. want to make the most out of it. Right. Right. And I blew it so much not understanding all of this. Right. And right. one of the things I think what you're talking about and you've alluded to are conversations. Hmm. And the difference in conversations here is we've exited the training years, right. really, which is mm-hmm. why we say be sure and use that portion. So I can't do all the training in my conversations. Mm-hmm. I have to actually, like, really have conversations. And I think if I would go back and change one thing, I would have asked a whole lot more, Hey, what do you think about that? Yeah. yeah. Well, we were talking a lot about how this is a season of change for them. But I think with this, we're talking about how this is a season of change for us in the mm-hmm. way that we approach parenting our teens. Absolutely. It is shifting from that control that we had for so long. And now it's becoming more of a side by side, not in a in a peer way, but side by side walking along together. Uh, Tell me more about why you feel that way. Tell me what you think about that. You know, oh, I heard about this news story. What are your thoughts on that? And just hearing where they're coming from and then not always to have an answer for them because they may share with you what they feel and then you just cut it to the quick when you go but you know right you know better you know that's a wrong thing that your friend's doing or you're thinking about and that's it that ruins everything because those you've already taught them they've heard it all yes and Mm -hmm. you know you'll hear your teen go i know i know you told me that Mm -hmm. a million times mom Mm -hmm. you know and that's that's a negative. Right. Ellen, that's bad parenting. Yes. Okay. Now, there are places where we're supposed to speak. Mm-hmm. But in general, mm-hmm. exactly what you said, that mistake of always coming back, pointing out the moral issue or the wisdom, because what we want to be is the safe place where they will open mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we can have an opportunity maybe to speak into that. But a lot of that there coming, maybe... They were in the back of the SUV previously, and now they have moved up on the front seat. Yeah. Right. You're like you're saying. And they want to drive. Seat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, for example, actually, you started out talking about their driving. So they come home and go, oh, great. I just got a ticket for speeding. Boy, is that a place where my parenting will pivot. Mm-hmm. Exactly. The way I handled that. Right. Mm-hmm. And... Um, <laughs> I've learned from y'all and others now to say, oh, man, that stinks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Instead of in yes. lecture. Right. Yeah. Now's the time for compassion mm-hmm. and relatability. 
And if you can't do that, you just go, oh, bummer. Right. <laughs> you know, and bite away. your tongue. Exactly. You know, I'm thinking about the road trip and thinking, you know, when my girls were little and we were going somewhere that maybe they needed to be kind of on their best behavior and <laughs> we were almost there, I might turn and say, okay, hey, I turned the radio down and say, hey, we're almost there. I need to talk to you about some things. And that was where I wanted to have some conversations. But I think in this season, we're almost there. Yeah. But the things that I need to say and, and do are investing in the relationship All and the, right. the emotional needs that they have. Like, hey, you're almost to adulthood. And yeah. the things I care about is I want us to have this ongoing relationship as we that's arrive good. to San Francisco. Yeah. And so I think that's where that has to move to the front seat, so to speak. And it's so hard not to want to tell them, <laughs> oh, you yes. know, tell them what they did wrong or how they could have done it better. And one thing I learned, you know, towards the end of five children, so my first couple of kids didn't get the benefit of it, I started going, um, do you want my opinion? Uh -huh. And asking, or do you want my advice? Asking them and give them a choice. And sometimes they would say yes, and a lot of times they go no. Right. Mm -hmm. And then go, okay. Right. Because that's kind of what you do with your friends. Yes. Mm -hmm. You know, I wouldn't just say, I think you should do these five things. I go, I was thinking, what do you think if I tell you this? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Tell me what you think. So just sometimes asking our kids. I which agree. Is a respect mm -hmm. yeah. that plays out differently yeah. than it did through the other season. And this is not neglectful, uncaring, you're on your own and I don't care. Right. Or you just throw them to the wolves and right. they can do right. anything not they want. This is trying to be the most possibly engaged mm -hmm. parent in this season of mm -hmm. all this transition. You're and, saying, I'm there for you. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, Thank I love you. that. Oh, sorry. I have to push the pause button here on this conversation. As I think in here, we all were really engaged in talking about the complexity and challenges and opportunities for growth for each of us in navigating this teen season with our children. So we'll pick this back up on our next episode. Remember, parents, hang in there. Keep loving. Keep persevering. Because it's worth it. You know, thinking about all we just heard and emotionally engaging with it myself, it was a season of just so much change, and I wasn't prepared for all of it. It's really hard, because you just don't know where the change is coming from or who's going to be doing it. But if I could pull one single phrase that I wish would have characterized my parenting during this season... It would be what Ellen said, that my children would have heard from what I said and I did, hey, I'm here for you. We'd love to hear your thoughts on this teen season. You can easily contact us on our website, social media, or by texting contact at theparentingpodcast.com. Be sure you're following us on your podcasting app because you're going to want to listen in to the next episode and hear the rest of this conversation on the Parenting Podcast. Mm -hmm.